raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Is that our our idiot border czar vice president, Kamala Harris, comparing 9-11 to January 6th? She does that all the time. To Kamala Harris, what happened on January 6th was the same, the same as what happened during Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Thousands of people died on both those dates you mentioned. One person died on January 6th. That was Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed uh, protester who was in the building. And it's been proven, there have been you know reports from autopsies and everybody and in between, the other folks that passed away, it wasn't because of bloodthirsty Trump supporters beat them with fire extinguishers, which was reported early oh, on that day. Yeah, the cop, yeah. It was natural causes and other things. So... Let's pump the brakes just a little bit on putting January 6th in that same conversation. Hell, if anything, the summer of love, 2020, the riots, the BLM riots, way more deadly absolutely, and problematic to this country than what happened on January 6th. Those were mostly peaceful, though. Oh, that's right. Don't forget. Two billion dollars worth of damage. I I like how the cops were so evil there for uh, uh, an entire summer, an entire year. Then January 6th happens, and all of a sudden, there's memorials for the Capitol Police (laughs) in in Washington, D.C., because they were protecting the lawmakers from evil Trump supporters. So so now they're heroes. They were despised before. Haven't we all seen the video? Yes, there were some aggressive idiots, and those people should have been arrested. Absolutely. But there's also a number of people who are walking inside the Capitol, staying inside the velvet ropes, like they're being, you know, (laughs) posted on a tour. Right. Uh, Didn't somebody poop on uh, Pelosi's podium? There was poop. There was some smearing. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Some dude that looks Holy. like he had just got back from a ski trip grabbed the podium and walked out. It's not necessary. There were some knuckleheads, and we're not saying that they're not. But say it with me. Alec Baldwin has killed more people Jeez. than anybody that stormed into the Capitol that day. But yet, Kamala Harris and the Department of Justice treats January 6th like it's something way worse than 9-11 or Pearl Harbor. And this takes us to the D.C. U.S. attorney. It's a guy by the name of Matthew Graves. He's making it clear, very clear, that the DOJ is now going to target Americans who were just hanging around the Capitol on January 6th, but did not even enter the building. An important note when it comes to our prosecutions about those who remained outside the building. We have used our prosecutorial discretion to primarily focus on those who entered the building or those who engaged in violent or corrupt conduct on Capitol grounds. But 
if a person knowingly entered the restricted area without authorization, they had already committed a federal crime. Make no mistake, thousands of people occupied an area that they were not authorized to be present in in the first place. Doesn't that happen all the time with, you know, anti-Israel protesters, for example, uh, LGBTQ protesters taking over the state house? Right. I mean, <laughs> this is not some sort of... Uh, so he's saying people that were just kind of in and around the area. They're going after right. them now. These lunatics would arrest anybody with a red MAGA hat and a Trump oh, flag please. on their house yeah. or truck if they knew they could get away with it. That's how they feel. If you're somebody that voted for Donald Trump because maybe you liked his economic policy, maybe you liked his stance on the border, whatever your reason was for voting Donald Trump, these people want to throw you in jail. They They think you're the same. They want to throw him in jail. They want to throw Trump in jail. They think all of you are the same. They think you are just like the Viking guy that walked inside the (laughs) Capitol and was the ringleader of the insurrection. Just if you were near the Capitol, Ridiculous. which, by the way, is known as the People's House on January 6th. Now, again, the reason we're talking about this this past weekend was the anniversary. It's and a very insensitive of you, by the way, not to pay homage, not to respect the anniversary by um, going down to Nashville with your family. <laughs> did you at any did you do, at any point get down on a knee, say a prayer, uh, shed I, a tear? I huh? cried thirteen times that day, Nige, <laughs> and by cried I mean had drinks. Um, here is MSNBC's host Jonathan Capehart. Now I'm not saying that this is theatrics, but this dude actually pulled out a tissue and started crying while he was interviewing a police officer about the events of January sixth. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. <laughs> My me, goodness. Give me a break, man. I mean, it's so dramatic. He whips I mean, the t- tissue out and wipes the tears away. You're a professional on TV. Is there anybody in America, and I'm being serious here, I'm not trying to be over the top, that woke up on Saturday and thought, you know what, bills are due, you know, I don't like the way my job's paying me, everything's more expensive now, I worry about my safety because I live in this big city, but boy, three years ago, a guy in a Viking hat ran in the Capitol, and I just don't know if I can go on with life. Listen to this. I'm going to try to get through this. Unbelievable. So this brings us to great moments in liberal tears. Okay? Great moments in liberal tears. You can't have this without crying Chuck, Chuck Schumer, talking about Trump's travel ban. This executive order (laughs) was was mean-spirited. Un-American. Was, he talking, was that during COVID? This during was before COVID. This was when Donald Trump put a ban in for uh, countries yeah. that sponsor terrorism. That Obama actually originally put together. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. And then, if you remember, Donald Trump responded. I noticed uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday with fake tears. I'm going to ask him who is his acting coach, because <laughs> uh, I know him very well. I don't see him as a crier. 
If he is, he's a different man. There's about a 5% chance that it was real, but I think they were fake tears. <laughs> fake tears, fake news, crying Chuck. Where's Joe Dirt in all this, Hammer? <laughs> you crying? Maybe we'll go back down to McDonald's and get you a Lamberger and some French fries. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about Kid Rock and Joe Dirt. Uh, Can I get that one more time? Of course. <laughs> you crying? Maybe we'll go back down to McDonald's and get you a Lamberger and some French fries. <laughs> Oh, that's so good, because that brings us to Rachel Maddow, oh, very no. upset about Trump putting the kids in cages at the border. The AP has just broken some new news. Um, this has just come out from the Associated Press. This is incredible. Trump administration officials have been sending babies and other young children. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> To at least three. Can we put up the graphic of this? Oh, Obama do the same thing. Three tender age shelters in South Texas. Lawyers and medical providers. Just. I think I'm going to have to hand this off. Yeah. Sorry. That does it for us tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow. Now it is time for the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell, where he is live in Brownsville, there's, Texas. There's still kids in cages to this day. Nobody yes. seems to be really worried about them now that the Obama administration is in charge. And the Obama administration is um, in charge. I'm sorry, I, I meant Biden, but yeah. No, you're you right. were right the first time. <laughs> you were right the first Freudian, time. Freudian slip. Obama's administration <laughs> invented kids in cages. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden was the vice president. It's still happening now. And truth be told, the kids are probably safer in the cages than they are being trafficked by a coyote, some drug runner, or just being dropped off in the middle of nowhere. And when I say cages, uh, they're talking about facilities. They're not actually talking about, like, a crate. Right. There's not a little bowl of water and some kibble <laughs> down there like you put a dog in there for. Uh, great moments in liberal tears. Remember when Donald Trump just ripped on the city of Baltimore, called it a hellhole, called it an s-hole, and just ripped it? Well, that really upset CNN's Victor Blackwell, who happens to be from Baltimore. And think of all the horrific things that have gone on in the world, but yet Donald Trump talking about his hometown, that was the thing that really hurt his feelings. The president says about Congressman Cummings' district that no human would want to live there. You know who did, Mr. President? I did. Okay. From the day I was brought home from the hospital to the day I left for college. And a lot of people I care about still do. There are challenges, no doubt. But people are proud of their community. I don't want to sound self-righteous, but people get up and go to work there. They care for their families there. They love their children who pledge allegiance to the flag, just like people who live in districts of congressmen who support you, sir. They are Americans, too. We'll be right back. Why didn't Victor Blackwell move back if it was so nice? If he right. loved his hometown so much, why is he living there now? And I believe it was the words of their own former mayor, quote, yeah. you can smell the rats. Ooh, Ooh Jesus, <laughs> you can smell the rats. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.